Kaspersky Lab has discovered a sophisticated cyber operation named Dark Tequila that has been targeting users in Mexico for at least the last five years, stealing bank credentials, personal and corporate data with malware that can move laterally through the victim's computer while offline. Today, I'm speaking with Dmitry Bestezhev, head of Kaspersky Lab's global research and analysis team for Latin America, about this new threat that's been discovered. Hi, Dmitry. Hi, Nick. How are you? Very good. Thank you. So tell me, what does dark tequila do? How does it infiltrate networks? Well, this is at least five years old campaign, which has been the wild targeting mostly victims located in Mexico. However, the whole thing is designed to be able to run in any region if the threat actor wants it. So Dark Tequila is a modular campaign built to steal confidential information. The main focus of the campaign is to steal financial data, data from the targets, but it also steals data such as passwords, I don't know, credentials in general from corporate emails, different registers accounts, cloud storage, and so on, so on, so on. And it also has a feature to steal locally safe passwords, for example, like from email clients, FTP managers, and browsers. And there are two known infection vectors, and it's uh, email first, and then USB devices. So let's say if there's a company where only one employee has internet and works with email, and the rest of the machines are isolated from the internet, in this case, if that only one user which connects to the internet is infected, then the module responsible for USB infection will infect uh, one of any USB devices uh, connected and then will spread through the network infecting other not connected to the internet machines. So what makes this different from other forms of banking malware? Well, this campaign is pretty targeted and also very well managed or like controlled by the threat actor. There is a manual approval process for each infection. Each time the victim is not a part of the range of the scope of the interest of the threat actor, for example, comes from another country, the malware uh, is just being uninstalled from the machine. So the operation, the operator behind that disapproves the infection and it removes the, the malware from the system. So this way, Despite of uh, USB propagation model, which is also included, state focused only on Mexican targets. Another interesting thing is the malware. This malware family is designed to be flexible. Uh, that means so today, it's if it's targeted victims in Mexico, but tomorrow if the threat actors want it, it can also be used in other countries uh, with same or different assets to steal. So since the structure is modular, it becomes like a kind of uh, malicious Lego, you know, to play, which is fully operated uh, and controlled by the bad guys. So that's a good analogy, malicious Lego. I like that. Um, <laughs> so to tell me, I mean, obviously you just mentioned it's, it's prevalent in Mexico and the, the, the threat actor behind dark tequila is believed to be Spanish speaking and Latin American in origin. What's the reason for the focus on Latin America, do you think? And, and do you think it's likely to spread beyond that? Well, we believe that the key reason is because the threat actor is from Mexico or uh, it has to do something with Mexico. For example, raised in Mexico, live there and so on. So uh, they know very well the country and how it works. So at the same time, it seems like the threat actor behind it, it's not greedy and prefers to stay focused on Mexico with less risks than to go into attack other regions. So it's like a safe harbor for the attacker. And yes, it, depending on the 
interest of the bad guys, they can move to another countries or even the regions if they want it. It's up to them to decide who's going to be the next victim. I think it's uh, like reasonable to believe that at some point we can see new operations in other countries as well. So you mentioned as well that this, this has been in existence for at least five years. So why is it taking so long for this to be detected? Uh, it's a good question. Well, the thing is this, some IV companies, uh, of course, they sold that like samples and clustered samples and detected them eventually. But the whole thing is about to see a full picture. So when detecting sample by sample, like it, it doesn't help really to understand what's going on and to realize that there's an organized campaign. This is the first reason. Another point is the samples, all the samples used in these campaigns are actually targeted Mexico and stay in Mexico. So one has to have like uh, local insights in the country in order to get samples and to work on it. Such a uh, exclusivity also can cause sometimes a delay in detection and analysis. So if, if this does spread, say this, this manages to and it seems possible that it could spread beyond Latin America. Um, so say it reaches the, the US where we are, what would you recommend to be done in terms of mitigating the risk? Well, at this point, we have seen that there are two infection vectors. So one of them is email. Of course, we have to be very careful with the emails we receive, even when they come from people we know. Another thing very important here, it's um, a USB control, USB management. And even if it's a corporate USB, let's say we get a USB which is approved by the IT department, we have to assume that still there are risks about to get infected. So we have to be very careful. And if it's a company, then IT um, managers, they have to build a very strong um, policy about how to deal with uh, infection through USB and also how to deal with uh, emails which can circulate even inside of the same company, but still joined by malicious content. And I guess a lot of this again goes back to sort of end user education as well. I mean, obviously, phishing is is a very prevalent way to to get into any network. So it's 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 again just classic social engineering. Yes, absolutely. Because in the end, there is no any exploit, so it's not an automated propagation. In the end, uh, there is a a user which clicks or connects device, removes the device, and so on and so on. So the education is a key role in this. So if the victims will have like enough knowledge, enough uh, practical knowledge, like applied knowledge of how to deal with these cases, so it will reduce significantly the uh, possibility of getting infected. Great. Well, Dmitry, thank you very much. Uh, that was Dmitry Bestajev, who's the head of Kaspersky's Labs Global Research and Analysis Team for Latin America. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Nick Holland.